to the program As the Sun Sets with me, Father Emil. It's always nice to be with you. So let's place ourselves in the presence of the Lord. I know that some of you are driving home, sometimes a bit uh, trying, with cars weaving in and out, bumper to bumper as we go along, and you wonder, I wonder who's listening to Radio Veritas. Well, look to the left and right and see if somebody looks out at you. You might suddenly recognize somebody's also listening to As the Sun Sets. So here I am, Father Emil, to welcome you once again on this Friday to our program. Pray with me and hopefully be inspired. Today, the Feast of the Chair of St. Peter. And uh, we'll be reflecting on that in just a moment. But for now, let's begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Faith of our fathers living still In spite of dungeon fire and sword Oh, how our hearts beat high with joy Whenever we hear that glorious word Faith of our Father's holy faith We will be true to Thee till death We to thee till death. Our fathers chained in prisons dark were still in heart and conscience free. How sweet would be their children's fate if they like them could die for thee. Faith of our Father's holy faith, we will be true to Thee till death. We will be true to Thee till death. Faith of our Father's Mary's prayer shall win our country back to Thee. And through to through that comes from God, our country shall then indeed be free. Faith of our Father's holy faith, we will be true to Thee till death. We Faith of our fathers, we will love both friend and foe in all strife, and preach thee to as love knows how by kindly words and virtuous life. Faith Holy faith, we will be 
true to thee till death. We will be true to thee till Peter, do you love me? You know that I love you, Lord. Feed my sheep. I trusted even when I said I am sorely afflicted, and when I said in my alarm, no man can be trusted. How can I repay the Lord for his goodness to me? The cup of salvation I will raise. I will call on the Lord's name. My vows to the Lord I will fulfill before all his people. O oh, precious in the eyes of the Lord is the death of his faithful. Your servant, Lord, your servant am I. You have loosened my bonds. A thanksgiving sacrifice I make. I will call on the Lord's name. My vows to the Lord I will fulfill before all his people. In the courts of the house of the Lord, in your midst, O Jerusalem. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Peter, do you love me? You know that I love you, Lord. Feed my sheep. While Peter was held in prison, the church prayed unceasingly to God for him. When the Lord delivered Zion from bondage, it seemed like a dream. Then was our mouth filled with laughter, on our lips there were songs. The heathens themselves said, What marvels the Lord worked for them! What marvels the Lord worked for us! Indeed we were glad! Deliver us, O Lord, from our bondage, as streams in dry land. Those who are sowing in tears will sing when they reap. They go out, they go out full of tears, carrying seed for the sowing. They come back, they come back full of song, carrying their sheaves. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. While Peter was in prison, the church prayed unceasingly to God for him. You are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. He chose us in Him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before Him. He destined us in love to be His sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of His will, to the praise of His glorious grace, which He freely bestowed on us in the Beloved. In Him, we have redemption through His blood, 
the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace which he lavished upon us. He has made known to us in all wisdom and insight the mystery of his will, according to his purpose which he set forth in Christ. His purpose he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in him, things in heaven, and things on earth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. You are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church. Gospel reading this evening on the Feast of the Chair of Peter is from the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 16. When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he put this question to his disciples. Who do people say the Son of Man is? And they said, well, some say he is John the Baptist, some Elijah, and others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. But you, he said, who do you say I am? And then Simon Peter spoke up. You are the Christ, he said, the Son of the living God. Jesus replied, Simon, son of Jonah, you are a happy man, because it wasn't flesh and blood that revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven. And so I now say to you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of the underworld can never hold out against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth shall be considered bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be considered loosed in heaven. It's always very interesting reading and knowing the history of the church. And the feast that we celebrate today, the Chair of Peter, is a feast that goes back to the 4th century. So it goes back to before the birth of the many little churches and the bigger churches that we have even in our own day today. It goes back to the original church that Christ formed, the original church that Jesus founded and it's not like Jesus suddenly thought, well, I'd like to establish uh, this company. We're going to call it the church, and uh, I need a few executives, and I want to appoint this one or that one or the other. Now there's something much deeper than that. So I want to go back to before 
the Reformation, go back to before um, the many churches and heretical sects and so on that have cropped up throughout the history of the 2,000 years of the existence of the church and go back to the beginning where Jesus interacted with his disciples and people were curious about him. Who is this man? He's doing so many wonderful things. And so Jesus asks them, who do people say I am? And so they answer him. They say, well, you are this or that. You're a prophet. You, you are um, uh, John the Baptist. You're Elijah and Jeremiah and so on. And then Jesus puts the question to them, but who do you say I am? And all the apostles would have been listening, and they could all have answered, but it was Peter. Peter, the leader amongst the apostles, who pipes up and he says, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And then Jesus says, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, because it is not flesh and blood that reveal this to you, but my Father in heaven. You are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church. And so while Jesus was the center of attention, the focus of the early church, he now says to Peter that when I am no longer here, I want you to be that center of attention, that center, that focus. And so he calls Peter the rock. On this rock I will build my church. And I know that there are many people out there who are going to take exception to all this today. But we must go back to the beginning, and we must see that Jesus established his church on Peter, on the rock, and nothing will ever destroy the church. Nothing will ever bring this church to naught because God in Jesus has promised to be with Peter forever. But instead of focusing on the things that separate us, let's rather focus on the things that unite us. And so when Jesus says to Peter today, you are Peter and on this rock I will build my church, Jesus says to you, who do you say I am? Now, I don't care whether you are Catholic, Protestant, Methodist, Anglican, whatever the case might be, but you and I have to answer that question honestly and sincerely. We have to be able to say, with Peter, like Peter, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And unless we can say that with all honesty and sincerity, then we're in the wrong place. And so with all honesty and sincerity, we say with every ounce of conviction that we can uh, gather up in ourselves in the very depths of our being, let's be able to say today, ask the Lord to give us strength to be able to proclaim Jesus as the Son of the living God. It's the year of faith, and in the year of faith, we want to say, Lord, I believe. I believe that you are the Christ. That must be the core. That must be the foundation. That must be the center of our faith. Nothing less than that. And since the 4th century, Christians in, in the world, from the, in the early beginnings of the church, have always celebrated this feast because they saw the, the, chair, the feast of the chair of Peter as a symbol of unity. That Peter was that symbol of unity. And so sad that that symbol has been destroyed over the years. That there is no longer a unity but a separation. And so we need to pray Pray earnestly that we might all come back to that unity that Christ prayed for, so that that church that Jesus established and founded will be truly founded upon Peter, who is the rock on which Jesus founded the church. 
And yes, we might have, we might, many, many people who are listening to me now, to me now might be saying to, to themselves, but I don't want to be a Catholic. I don't want, I'm happy to be an Anglican. I'm happy to be a Methodist because I find fulfillment there and so on. It might be what we, where we find fulfillment, but we also never, never cease to pray with that unity that Christ prayed for. He founded his church on the apostles. He founded the church with Peter as the cornerstone, as Peter as the rock on which I will build my church. We can't deny that. That's there in the scriptures. And so whether we have uh, feelings one way way or or the other, I want to pray today that maybe the church in the future is going to take on another form, another shape, but always it's going to be founded on the faith of Peter. Peter who said, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. So whoever you are today, whether you're Catholic or Protestant, Anglican, Methodist, whoever you might be, today we celebrate the feast of the chair of Peter, the symbol of unity of the Christian world. And let's pray earnestly that you and I will really profess Jesus as the Christ, as Peter did, and that Our prayer every day should be that we can move more and more to that oneness, that unity that Christ prayed for. Let's rather seek for bridges that that unite us, that bind us together, rather than those things which separate us. Let's gradually move more and more to live together in love and understanding and peace and pray for that unity. And Christians do this every year. We pray for that unity for which Christ prayed for. And I pray that that will be your prayer and my prayer tonight as we pray on this feast of the chair of the Apostle Peter, the symbol of unity, that somehow that oneness in Christ, that profession of Christ as the Son of God will be something that you and I will pray from the very depths of our being and that we will gradually move towards more and more throughout our lives as we come to understand and build bridges between these groups of Christians and others and move towards that oneness that Christ prayed for. Tell of the glory of the Lord, announce it among the nations. Speak of his wonderful deeds to all the peoples. Tell of the glory of the Lord, announce it among all the nations. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Tell of the glory of the Lord, announce it among the nations. You are the shepherd of the flock, the prince of the apostles. To you were given the keys of the kingdom of heaven. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. For he has looked with favour on his lowly servant, and from this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm, He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. 
He has filled the hungry with good things and has sent the rich away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. You are the shepherd of the flock, the prince of the apostles. To you were given the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Since we are part of a building that has the apostles for its foundation, let us pray to the Father for his holy people. Lord, remember your church. Father, when your Son rose from the dead, you showed him first to the apostles. Let us make him known near and far. You sent your Son into the world to proclaim the good news to the poor. Grant that we may bring his gospel into the darkness of people's lives. And you sent your Son to plant in our hearts the seed of imperishable life. May we labor to sow his word and reap a harvest of joy. You sent your Son to reconcile the world with yourself by the shedding of his blood. Let us become his fellow workers in restoring people to your friendship. You placed your Son at your own right hand in heaven. Receive the dead into the happiness of your kingdom. And Father, today on the Feast of the Chair of Peter, we pray for our Holy Father that his faith will always be an inspiration to Christians around the world and that we support him with our prayer, with our faithfulness, grant him wisdom and courage, above all, a compassionate heart for the people of our world. Hear his prayers as he prays each day for us. And then, Lord, I pray that, like Peter, Christians throughout the world and all of us who are sharing in this time of prayer will be able to acknowledge, as Peter did, that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Almighty God, as you built your church on the rock of Peter's faith, grant that, with such a firm foundation, we may hold fast in every storm. We make our prayer through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit as God forever and ever. Amen. And now may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down upon you and remain with you always. Don't be frightened 
Barberino, did you call my name? Coming to you right here on this, your favorite Catholic radio station. Radio Veritas, the good news for a change. And I'm afraid that's where we have to leave it for this evening. It's been lovely being with you for the last half hour. And so from me, Father Emil, it's good night and God bless.